0: The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled, Paragons of Truth, Unmasking the
1: Facade. This is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one.
0: Welcome, friends. Welcome. You have turned on a podcast called Paragons of Truth, A Mask in the Facade. I am Reed Gimble here with my co-host, Curtis Hong. Say hi to Curtis. Hey everybody, how's it going? We are, first of all, I'd like to state this uh, succinctly. We are not a joke. This is real. We've been doing this for a long time. We're experts in the field. And we are discussing one thing. That is a flat earth. Now, you've been lied to for the majority of your life about these types of things, and we're here to set the record straight. I'm uh, pretty excited about today's episode. We got ourselves some uh, fancy doctor. Dr. yin's Ye- Libiana is here. And uh, since this is the first episode, why don't we uh, start, before we introduce our guest, talking about uh, what we personally believe. Uh, Curtis, please, go ahead. Tell tell, tell, them, tell them your angle on this Flat Earth thing. Well, um, as...
2: Um, our listeners have known, I uh, divert in my beliefs of what the flat earth consists of and how um, it works. Um, for you, you, you personally believe that it is a disc shape, for instance, whereas I subscribe to the belief that it is a square shape, you know, um, much like how I prefer the Wendy's burger patties. Um over the the round circular, so that's one of the, our, our little one. Um,
0: right, uh, you know, while we agree that we're flat, I believe that it's more like a Burger King patty than a Wendy's patty. Right, and we agree it's flat, but I I disagree with you there. Um, and there's a f- uh, there's uh, a few
2: we, other there's a few other um, little little hiccups. That, but we'll get into that.
0: Um, we'll we'll get into that. And me personally, I am a devout Christian man. I believe that God created the earth. I believe he made that sucker flat, and that's about it. So, uh, we got him waiting on the line here. I'm extremely pleased to introduce our guests. Uh, everybody, uh, please say hello to Dr. Jens Libyana. Uh
1: Hello. Hello. Uh, thank you for having me on your uh, podcast, with You're very uh, welcome, Curtis. Uh, as you said, uh, Dr. Linz Ian Zublana. Uh, I got my doctorate in the uh, Moscow Institute of Paraphysics in the 60s. Oh, uh Yes, MRP. Uh It has uh, for, been uh, shut down since, but uh, you know, they always try to, the government tries to just keep the true pioneers of science and such down wherever you go, you know, east or west. It's always the same.
0: Now uh, you know I'm doctor I'm no fancy doctor. Doctor, yes. Um
2: Reed and I, uh this is this is Curtis. Reed and I, we are not um certified doctors. Um you are a certified doctor in flatology. Um we don't have a mm-hmm. formal education, but I have what I believe we both have um something maybe even better. And we're Spunk we have, we got spunk. Well we have spunk, but we also have our information which is self taught. This is years of research and dedication on our own parts. Yes. And these are these are not things that are being taught in academia or these liberal arts or these modern universities, because they're being suppressed by the elites. And this is why we're here. This is why we're doing this podcast. So.
1: Absolutely. And I, I agree with you. Everywhere I go to, every university I've been going for 20 years now saying, let me teach courses in your university. <laughs> I, have, I have a certificate. I have a doctorate. Instead, they, they hire these barely out of masters, you know, student <laughs> teachers to teach Astrophysics when they have right. an expert. They just say no, no. We're yeah, I mean, we buying NASA money.
0: They got those eggheads over there trying to teach all these courses don't know nothing in that Moscow University or whatever. Everywhere. I forgot.
2: Well, I think um and Reed he disagrees with me on this. I think what the USSR had Going for it, and why they had success with the Moscow Institute is that they are primarily an atheistic society, which I think is very important. Um, How did that affect you? You you
0: know, when he just goes on those little things, I just plug my ears right up, and I close my eyes, I shut them as hard as I can until I start shaking, because I don't like hearing that. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a Christian man. I'm against uh, Russia. Don't like them. You know, they got a lot of stuff going on that just, you know, creepy to me. A bunch of weirdos over there. No offense, uh, Dr. Yins. Well, but, um, I believe
2: Dr. Doctor Yins was born and raised in Illinois.
0: Is that true, Dr. Yins? Uh,
1: uh, this is, you know, I had to, well, eventually, of course, when the Institute was shut down, I had to flee the country. And the, the, eventually, you know, KGB has its tendrils everywhere, so you do have to uh, fabricate, you know, these like birth certificates, these uh, social securities. Right. I
2: thought I, I I thought I recognized a little bit of a an Illinois accent in your voice, so. You know,
0: I, have, I have an ear for that kind of thing. He's he's definitely probably chowing down on a one of them Chicago hot dogs right now. Ooh. I could go for one of those. With that really green relish, getting it all over his mustache and all that. But yeah, you know, the way I see about any kind of formal education is, you know, Jesus didn't go to high school, and neither did I. And that's kind of where the parallels end, but it's good enough for me. You know... We got enough people that are trying to sabotage the flat Earth movement. Whether you have people coming in pretending to be some dipshits talking about flat Earth, don't know what they're talking about, to make us look stupid. Then you know you got them. You got CIA psyops. You got the Jews at NASA trying to throw these pictures in our faces. All that. You know we got a lot of common misconceptions. That's part of the reason why we started the podcast. So let's let's deal with some of those right now. Uh, how would you fellers explain to a, a baller? And that's what we call people who believe in the round earth theory. How would you explain to a baller, how does the sun set? Why does the sun set? Um, would
2: you like me to go first or Dr. Jens?
0: Car- Car- Curtis, uh, uh, I believe it would be uh, best if our guest went first. Uh, first, If uh, you ever learned any manners.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, thank you for letting me go first. So uh, what uh, we were taught in the Institute, of course, is the classic theory of the sun, as the sun, so first of all, is also flat, which is just before, you know, I get into the rest of the things, this is just an axiom you have to accept. Uh, So it is flat and it is very small, about the size of Germany or so, flying 300 kilometers above the disk. And it flies around the so-called equator, and it just when a sun sets, it is just going so far away from your from your eyesight that it uh, goes into the horizon. Because as we all know, when things are farther away from us, it gets smaller. You can't see them. Yeah, you, you can't, can't see them. stuff that's far away. You can't see stuff that's far away and it's just the sun going away so far that you can't see it and the sunlight doesn't reach that part of the disk.
0: Cause like if if you're if you're here, right, and you're in America and you're looking up at the sun and you can't see it, it's cause it's far away, it's in China. And China's really far.
1: Exactly. So right. a sunset is simply the sun being far away.
0: Uh, Curtis, do you agree with that?
1: Well, I do agree that it is
2: far
0: away, and that's why... Um, it c- I think we can all agree that the sun is far away, it is, right? You're right, right. So I agree with you all there. Right. Um, I
2: believe... Well, actually, I, I know that the sun is, in fact, a massive spotlight. It is operated from the other side of the dome with a crew of about 150 men... And they do twenty-four hour shifts, and they will move the spotlight right. around the Earth, and that is what—that is how the sun operates. Whereas the, the I, moon, I'm, the moon is, I believe, a projection.
0: All right, this is uh, Jesus, good Lord, man. Hey, I'm trying not to get frustrated right now. I know it's the first episode of this podcast, but gee whiz, man, why, why, why are there people up there? Well, it's part of, you know, they're trying to keep us all suppressed.
2: It's co- it's more well, what's, cost what's, effective. What's, for, what's
0: behind them?
2: Well, that's what I'd like to know.
0: Oh, Isn't that why Lord, we're here? Lord.
2: So, what would you say? If, what would you say, Reed? What is uh, your.
0: Th- man, I say the normal thing, man. All right. It, you ever seen that? Um, the little things you can get in airports, you shake them up, and the snow's all in them, and then the snow's fall down, and it'll say something like like St. Louis or Chicago, right, and then it will be snow on it. Yeah, snow globe. All right, so it's basically that. But it's not a globe, uh, obviously. A little more, It's 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 uh it's got a flat surface. Now, you got the firmament, which is like a dome, like an under-the-dome Steve King situation okay. you got there, and you got that big old dome, you got that snow globe, stuff like that, and it's put on, and it's resting on two big mountains- that hold up. They're called the foundations of Earth. All right. And then you got water underneath it. That's the ocean, buddy. You know, can't go to the bottom of that. So you got the ocean. You got the dome. The sun itself is a orb. I do not believe the sun is flat. I think it's a orb. Uh -uh. I put perhaps an angel and it's just shining so bright now, and so pretty. How does that up there? make it any kind of sense?
2: An angel no, it makes Are you everything look me, pretty. Me? A,
0: a nice spring day. You may take your kids on a picnic and you just get warm and think about the warmth of God. So, how did the angel get there? Uh, God put him there to do his job. So, you don't want to break this down in
2: any sort of logical sense whatsoever.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I, I have to uh, agree with uh, Curtis here, but this, I was. Maybe you're gonna, you're gonna take
0: the the, to the globe. You're gonna take the the, the spotlight guy over over the Bob.
2: It's more possible for a spotlight being ran by 150 men than an angel being put there by God. You can't just now, say I God. No, I know about
1: 150 there. men, but I definitely agree with. Angel you know, you'd is, have to pay them. Okay, That's a lot of men, money. If you got to give those men, guys
0: man. benefits, well, if they're in the you union, think, you're screwed. Why do you
1: think NASA is getting all the funding?
0: right they're like, not thank you
1: making rockets they're not making well,
0: i got separate theories on nasa that you know we can touch on later but because you know i think we can go for a while about nasa because that's probably the number one right that's public enemy number one for flat earthers can we agree on we that can ag- i absolutely agree all right 100%. so 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 far we've agreed that the earth is flat nasa's bad and there was one other thing I can't remember. That that the sun is a spotlight. Oh no, that the sun is far away. We know that it's far away. Right. All right. It so you're you're sit- so I'm describing a so a snow globe. Uh Dr. Yens is describing some kind of clockwork thing with the sun. I w I don't know, I guess. It's and, just, uh, lots of you're physics. just you're you you're describing the Truman show, Curtis. It's, you just everything you said is a Truman show. I don't know what that is. All right.
1: Truman Show, a fantastic American movie. I think, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, artists, especially in in Soviet times, they had to use this allegory to uh, say the truth in an indirect way. And I think they were using Truman Show with Jim Carrey uh, to uh, to plant this idea of you know the sky being something you can walk to and open the door uh, into a uh, like world
0: no, i mean jim Carrey I've never seen is anything like that an ally in a lot of you know truth communities he's seen as an ally he's done a lot of good work
1: Absolutely. with
0: you know preventing medical care to children now let's uh let's uh let's get into another misconception that uh we struggle with now. If the Earth is flat, people say, ballers, how do you explain gravity? Uh, Curtis, I'd like to give you the first shot at this one.
2: Now, gravity, I believe, is not what they say it... It's not the force that they claim it is. However, I do believe that um, things, you know, everything on the Earth is being held down. And that's by a large... Government operated magnet that is at the center of the earth, and then there are corresponding magnets that are surrounding the earth on the edges that push the negative balance to keep everything in place.
0: All right, uh, I'd like to ask a question about that. Yeah, all right, first of all, what the heck is the center of the earth?
2: Well, you know the the middle the center I would say it's at it's in the where the pole is at is where they keep this magnet
0: why was there so the government invented gravity what did what what about before that well, prior to that, there was
2: a great cataclysmic event that leveled everything and caused it to stay on the earth once it started to um retract, sort of, go into uh, regression, everything started to move again, and they had to invent this device. And I would say... Gee
0: whiz. The late 1700s. All right, Dr. Ians, explain gravity, please.
1: Oh, gravity, well, it's simple. This is something you learn, you know, in high school even, and I think the model we teach in high schools is fairly close to what it actually is. And I will get into more detail uh, later, because gravity ties in heavily into the this new model that I will, I'm proposing. Right. But is it's just like how, you know, there is the sun force that is spinning the sun around Earth. Gravity is just one of those natural forces of physics that is... A downwards force, and you know a oh, um, downwards force. It's a downwards force, uh, because uh, as you know, in the uh, model of physics, each force has an opposite, and equal force. So uh, with my theory, there is an upward force. I will get into this. but then the corresponding downwards force to that is gravity. And Now
2: I'd like to ask a question to either of you, gentlemen. How is it that the water of the oceans stays down, but a bird may
0: fly freely? And (laughs) it's just one of those pure questions that even a little baby could ask. And you just look in that baby's eyes and you'd know he was right. And it's just like, you know, wisdom through the mouth of children. How can a bird fly? A bird, I think a bird weighs more than water. An equal amount of water and water is just sitting there on the ground that birds out off the ground yeah why is water not flying so uh, why is water not water is slippery you can't keep it nowhere you got it in a cup but the <laughs> earth ain't no cup to keep no water in
1: i think uh birds are flying on the same uh method as hot air balloons
0: now does your now that does, that has to do with the upwards right. force? If yes, I'm the correct. upwards force. Okay.
1: Uh, you know, just some 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 objects and some materials, uh, for example, the material of a hot air balloon, just are innately more attuned to the upward or downward force, and that is why why hot air balloons and uh, birds can fly.
0: That makes sense <laughs> to me.
1: I can see that.
0: You got the upwards force, right? Sends you up. You got the downwards force, right? And then if I say the N-word, they force me out of Chuck E. Cheese. All right, let's get on to the next one. Um, How would you all explain the existence of the moon? Uh, Dr. Yens, please.
1: Uh, Well, you know, again, this uh, duality and such, I think the moon... (laughs) As uh, Curtis um, did allude to this, this is uh, one of my favorite theories and one of the things that truly in the first year of studies really uh, put into place that I'm studying, you know, the right thing, is that, as I said before, the sun is a disk, and when it gets away and it turns away, you don't see the light because it is too far away. Mm -hmm. But... What happens is because of uh, light beams projecting directly into the water is actually a reflection of the sun being reflected back onto the sky, and it's, it looks white because the water absorbs the uh, yellow color, but leaves the white color of the sunlight, and it, it projects like that. Pretty and that good. is why. There are moon phases because sometimes the sun doesn't shine into the middle of a sea, but sometimes it shines on an island or a coast and then you get the only parts of its reflection.
0: Holy moly, this guy's good. Hmm. Wow. Uh my personal theory on the moon is that, you know, you got the sun, as a little orb little angel spinning around and I and you know, this isn't anything I was taught, you know, this isn't anything that like I just imagine it as like you got a beautiful woman that's the sun, and like a like a like a like a like a bumbling kind of horny old man that's the moon, and you got the get you back here, son, and just you know kind of following the moon around. So the sun's doing its pattern, and the moon's right behind chasing, but can never catch up. And I just imagine that you probably got like a Benny Hill type angel running the moon, just chasing after that pretty ass. Uh, Sun Angel, and you know, that's not something you know I take to heart really much, but something I just think about and I kind of chuckle. Reed, about.
2: what the fuck are you talking about?
0: Uh, let's go on to uh, 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 Curtis. Please explain your thoughts on the moon. I'm just trying to have fun, Curtis. It's fine. I mean, I know you're one of them eggheads, but good lord, come on, man. Okay, all right, I'm sorry, but you know, um, I take this very seriously. Um, I would say that,
2: uh, much like the how the sun is operated by a crew, by a um, an operation ran by the United Nations. I believe the sun, like I said earlier, is a projection um, similar to Dr. Yin's, what he was talking about. But I believe it is an actual device that projects the moon into the sky. And the phases are simple. I mean, they just change... Um, the, they they'll, they'll half it off, and then sometimes they'll, like turn, a they'll turn it signal. off completely. And it, that's simply to just to save money and energy. You know,
0: how many how many people run that crew, Curtis? Um, this is only about a seventy man crew,
2: much smaller.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a pretty. You small don't need crew.
2: a of crew, a crew for the moon because it's not out as much.
1: It makes sense though if you think that it's you know moon is smaller than the sun, so it would need the. A- list people for the crew also
2: right exactly hmm
0: well then all right let's get to now this is always uh this is always a divisive one in the uh flat earth community uh let's talk about antarctica Ooh, yes what do you what do you think about uh antarctica curtis i
2: believe
0: that antarctica
2: surrounds us It's not a single place. It is a surrounding ring, or, in my belief, a box on the edge. Wait, what? You know, if you were to look, if you were to travel to the end of the oceans, okay, trying to reach the edge of the flat earth you would find Antarctica and this surrounds us on all the edges that is Antarctica
0: alright that makes sense to me Uh, surprisingly I'm not upset by that one Uh, Dr. Jens Bagana.
1: can you please tell us I I also agree with it surrounds us and this is just a funny Antarctic I I like to (laughs) I like to open some of my you know seminars (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just, you know, you have to uh, sometimes start with a joke to get, you know, crowd easier. And yeah, warm them up. Warm them up, before, you know. And I like to say that Antarctica is the only round place on Earth. I say, I say, I say round earthers, ballers have it, right? The Earth is round. Everyone stands up. So even I say only in Antarctica because it is shaped like. Like, you know, for skateboarding, the the quarter pipe, is it has this shape to it where at the ocean, it is practically on sea level, but it rises up. And this is because it is due to centrifugal force over, you know, many, many years. The earth is spinning and it just... Pushes most of the ice towards the edge, and that's why it is very tall at the edge. Now,
2: Holy moly! Now I would—I've had a this in my mind, this theory before. Do you believe that this water that's pushing the ice and possibly forming new ice is expanding our flat Earth and wider and bigger over time?
1: It's—it's uh, it's, you know—it's very difficult to say, especially these days. I feel like flat like with the loss of the institute we really lost we just decades it's A huge loss organized scientific research i feel like if i had if i had the bigger team we could really get down to this it is an interesting theory but you know it's very difficult to go actually like you would need to send right. send people to well, that, see how and yeah, that, that brings me to my next no question no one's gone yeah
2: there. why is any why has no one gone there
0: because who's got the time?
1: Exactly, that's true.
0: Just, nobody, like everybody, is a working person, and people say, like, "Oh, if Antarctica's flat, why don't you just walk to the edge?" I don't, who's got the time, man? With who's with got the? I got kids, families, I got stuff going right, on. Our jobs. You know, I don't want to leave Carol alone with all the boys, and I, I know she got that bad condition, so it's just like you know, I can't do it. I'd love if somebody, you know, helped me out, let me go to Antarctica and climb up on that big old thing. Right. Uh, I want to further add to uh, when you said your theory, uh, Curtis Curtis Hong. mm -hmm. I imagined a pizza man, right? Okay. And he's got the big ball of dough, right? And maybe we could make this our logo or something. But the ball of dough is uh, the Earth, and he's holding it, and he's holding a round Earth, right? It's not. And then he starts doing that that cool i know you gotta listen curtis g whiz man you got he's got the ball earth right and he's holding it okay and he starts spinning that pizza you know that famous pizza spin they do to make that dough all even uh, he starts doing that pizza spin tricks where he's throwing it up in the air and catching it and everybody's clapping and he's doing that and we got a big old round uh big old flat earth right there and the crusts are like the the an article I mean, article blocking it okay so you know, I'm just envisioning that right now, and I'm kind of like leaning back in my chair, and I'm smiling and having a good time. So I'd like to thank you for that.
1: Yeah, you know, a pizza is a great example because when you think of a pizza, the 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 the, core, the edge of a pizza is taller than the rest of the pizza, and this is He's because right. This is because smoking of gun right movement. there.
0: Mm.
1: This doctor, doctorians,
0: you, you are you, blowing my mind right now, man. You're you know, you
1: it. have some ballers in the your friends just. Say, let's go to you know, let's go to like I, I, I respect you, but let's go talk about it on Italian pizza restaurant and let's just watch the chef do that's his how you thing, get okay? Him. So, that's how you get them.
2: If the earth is like a pizza, the crust <laughs> is higher, we agree, because the outer crust, the ice in Antarctica that surrounds the earth, is higher. Um, you can maybe think of the oceans as. The cheese and the earth below it, maybe the sauce or maybe more crust. I don't know how you want to put that. But that makes me, um, that brings me to my next question. What do we think is below the earth? What is under it? What's holding it up?
1: Oh, it's mostly rock.
0: I agree. <laughs> it's got to be just rock. I right? disagree. I hate to be Reed, the. Uh, how, would, the how, how would you propose? I hate to be not the devil's advocate, but the angel's advocate here and tell y'all that. While I do think that the Earth goes infinitely downwards, it's it's just water down there. It, down where? Underneath the Earth. It's just water all the way down. Okay. Listen, you got, uh. at Antarctica, you got the foundations of Earth, right? And that's what the firmament stands on. And the firmament's like this big, like, saline solution type of thing that's just hovering and keeping everything in place it's like the big old bubble and that's why you know people think it's low gravity when they're really high up in the air but really just things get a little thicker up there and uh you got a firmament there and then god lives on top of that in heaven and it's just water all the way down it's just water it's a it's a, a and Uh, This is from the book of Uncle Rick. And thusly, I saw the water spill out before me, and it was uh, everything. And uh, most of the book of Uncle Rick is just saying that if you uh, eat shellfish, you're a homosexual. But it has about six or seven really good passages about uh, how the earth is flat and God talking to Abraham
2: well, that's interesting um, as a fairy mm. tale. So, thank you, Reed. Um, moving along, though.
1: Yeah, I think I think you know it's old books when pe- before science people were trying to explain these things. But these days, maybe just for children, right? You maybe know, just but for children. Have these everything
0: books. that you know they say in the Bible holds up, and it gets uh, it gets justified later on by. You eggheads in the science department. But I'm looking at trends. I'm looking at how things actually un- unfold. And it seems like this guy guy has been pr- pretty on point. So if you don't mind, I, I think I'm going to side with him rather than uh, you eggheads. Okay, that's
1: fine. As long as we still have you on the correct side of history.
0: And I said, low God in heaven, and there is earth before me, and it is flat. Uncle Rick, 2341. Well, he is right about that And the homo said no, and turned his back on God, and ate the shellfish. Rick, 41, 1. Well, Alright, I read the wrong one. That was wrong one. That do that. That's a wrong a one. Um, We're not concerned
2: Surely the earth is
0: flat, time. God said, just as the shellfish makes you lie with men. And it was good, not uh, not the lying with men, but the earth being flat. That was a good part. He didn't. God didn't do. Yeah, God didn't say that was good. Okay, Reed. He thinks that's bad. We didn't.
2: We didn't bring Doctor Yinz on here today to discuss the Bible. You know, he's a man of science, a man of logic. So I I just thought that
0: you know, perhaps if we did a flat Earth podcast, then it would be better to have all voices heard. That lets them know we're not not a monolith. Has been heard for a few minutes now the earth is pretty big god said to abraham and lo before him there was an orc in bootcut jeans and the orc said come on in the water's fine (laughs) thank you reed all right let's get on to the next one uh well curtis did you explain your rocks all the way down did you think it Do you have anything different? Dr.
2: Yins and I both agree it's mostly just rocks. There's not really
0: much else to say.
1: It's mostly just rocks, yes.
0: All right. Well, I think it's water. And then uh, let's talk about... uh, This is a a source of contention for a lot of us. Um, A lot of people believe that uh, Eden... Garden of Eden and Mount Meru is at the North Pole. What do you guys think It's the North Pole?
1: I, f- I think, you know, when you say lots of people believe Eden is at the North Pole, I think you're talking just about uh, people like you who have, you know, taken these Bible stories and just, you know, uh, not inter- interpreted them as literal things. I think North Pole is just a lot of ice at the middle. And I think it's, it's, it's where all the ice originally started, because oh. you see how uh, middle of, you know, when you heat something up in a microwave, the, mid- the middle is coldest. So when the earth was being formed, the middle that's was coldest. Another uh,
0: proof. The proof that's another proof. Right there in your metaphor. Home. For, uh, perfect metaphor for Reed. And
1: all, all the ice was in the middle, but as the earth spun, it just kept going into Antarctica. And now that's the light. North Pole... If you look at the, you know, if you look at map, if how is it the Gumball map? It's, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's the Gumball, it's map. The it's the gumball, gumball map.
1: map. It's called the Gumball map. It's called the Gumball map. Sorry, remembering some more university <laughs> anecdotes. If you look at the Gumball map, North Pole is very small compared to Antarctica. That's because most of the ice has moved out.
0: You know that's right. You can see that. So how much? How many more years of North Pole ice we got left before all that just becomes Antarctica ice?
1: Well, you know, I'll I'll get to this in, in my theory, but uh, we, it's 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 difficult again for me by myself to you know ca- make these calculations. It's a lot of volume and mass, and you know, but it's, I it's would a lot say of numbers. It's a lot of numbers, but I would say probably within the next. Our children might still have a North Pole, let's say. Well,
0: that's good, because yeah, I you know personally, I think that the North Pole is just a bunch of ice and rocks, and ain't no need to go up there. But I also think, what are they hiding up there? And I also think I can't go because Carol's got a back thing. I, Curtis, what do you think at the North Pole?
2: I believe it is also there's also ice to be sure, but I
0: also I think we can all agree that there's ice at the North Pole.
2: Yeah. It's pretty yeah. much
1: ice.
2: Yes. But I also believe that is where a grand facility is placed. Um, that is where they keep the large magnetic device um, that keeps everything centered. And this is also ran by the United Nations. And this is sort of a mini, miniature city where people live. It's a large station. And it's not Eden. Um as people would like to believe in the biblical sense. But I believe that the code name for it is Eden, and that's where these these stories come from when people talk about the North Pole. The code name for, through the government is Eden for this facility.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. It's not, could make, it's not good. Cool. Movie. It's,
2: it's rather um it's a little bit I mean daunting. the name
0: of it they thought of a cool name I'm just saying well like, then
2: people want to believe that it's there's scary this and garden it's bad and it needs is up there and out they out get into fairy tales and magic and they start to dive I'm just saying they, it's cool they divert into theories like those insane hollow earth people who believe in magic Ugh, and druids. and
1: those <sighs>
0: boneheads
1: nonsense. in hollow earth nonsense the I don't know how you go. Dragons live. How do you go uh, you about? Know, those blaming. hollow earth
0: people are just you know scientists faking it to make us look stupid by saying you know hollow earth. They're just the scum of the earth. They're the lowest of the low. You know, I'm try. I try to be a nice man, but if I saw a hollow earther, hollow earthers
2: are total a rock. crooks.
0: I would. I may, bat an eyelash back at them. You.
2: I may rip into you for your religious beliefs, but at least you know that the earth is flat. At Least people. Yeah, we can are all agree that. Total the Earth kooks. is flat. The
0: they Earth is flat. They want to believe in the magic. Sun is far away, and there's it's mostly ice at the North Pole.
2: And there's it's rocks, much ice, mostly it. rocks down there.
0: I don't. That, well, that one I don't. You know, moving on. I'm not going to rehash that one. All right, so let's explain um, satellites. Okay. Uh, how do you think they stay up there, man? Um, they're held up there by balloons. Good answer.
1: Yeah, they just, you know, NASA's been mining these upward crystals that they put into the satellites. And then, you know, they just step there, much like birds or hot air balloons. Right. It's
2: the
0: upwards force.
1: Yeah. They're hung
2: up by balloons, um, much like how the moon is a hol- is a projection. Aurora Borealis and the stars, those are projected holograms. Um, meteor showers, they're just fireworks.
0: Things like that. I think that satellites, they hook up to the side of the firmament in Antarctica. They take a whole heap of them down and their arms carrying them and they pluck them on the wall there. And the firmament's kind of like a swirling kind of thing. And sooner or later, they just get up there and they're stuck. Once they get up there past the clouds. And I like to imagine the satellites as kind of like a. You know, looking at the sun and seeing the pretty lady that the sun is, and just kind of like being like little, kind of teenage boys all peeking around the corner, like around there, with their heads all stacked in a row, going like, "Oh, take a look at her." That's not, you know, nothing. That's just something I like to think about. I'm. I don't
2: know how your
0: brain works. Let's go on to uh, meteor showers. How would you guys tell me? Tell me what a meteor shower is. I just said um,
2: they're fireworks. They they couldn't be any simpler. Sometimes
1: it's fireworks, sometimes I believe it is, again, the, the sun flashing some of the sunlight and it reflects off of the same satellites that are floating and the satellites, they're moving fast and it just looks, you know, because the sun is turning, it just looks like this line of light in the sky.
0: I mean, yeah, that's what the sun looks like. Eyes don't lie. true all right i think we've uh 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 beat around the bush enough about this uh uh dr lens
1: am i saying that right uh yeah
0: that's what i said dr yens uh tell us about this new theory that you pioneered
1: So this new theory, we almost, you know, touched on it in some of these points. And I just did not want to give parts of it away because I think it's really a theory that is better heard, explained, you know, with this like layman's level. Because as you said, a lot of flat earthers, a lot of people who know the truth these days are self-educated. And I try to explain my theories in the simplest terms of it and you can understand them. So this theory I came up with when I was uh, one day for breakfast I was eating pancakes, you know, a stack of pancakes, and just idly thinking about you know things. And I noticed the first pancake, the one on top, ended up being much warmer than the pancake on the bottom.
0: Well, that you know? is interesting.
1: It's interesting. So this is the first. This is the first point that when you know, I hung up in my mind and it eventually came together into this theory. So, I thought about, you know, this summer, pretty warm. Some people are saying it keeps getting warmer this summer. And I was thinking, why is, you know, 2017 this summer warmer than the last one? Why is the pancake on top warmer than the one on the bottom? And what... I started to realize, and this might be a mind-blowing theory, it certainly for a week I could not you know, speak to anyone. I just stayed in my apartment and they wrote and wrote and wrote and they made diagrams and all sorts of graphs. What I think is that the Earth is not only flat, is that in the model of the universe, there are several flat Earth parallels on top Whoa. of each other, oh. arranged arranged similarly to a CD case with seven CDs, one on top of one another. So, you know... I'm maybe, looking at my CD
0: case right now and I'm just imagining a bunch of different earths and that's crazy. Oh I got God. my Garth Brooks. I got my, you know, Jaco Grimmel <laughs> camp and just it's, going nuts thinking about that.
1: And so, you know, think about it. The earth below you also makes heat like this earth and the heat rises. Because oh. of the upward, this is the, this is the upward energy I was talking about. There are heat crystals that are just naturally, it's like anti-gravity. Gravity goes down and heat goes up. That make, yeah, it makes oh, a lot of sense. Okay. And so the heat reaches the top of the sky and above the sky is the rock foundation for the next flat Earth. This is, when you think about it, for example, think about volcanoes. Why, why would a volcano shoot lava from below 100 kilometers? You know, when you dig down, it's colder, right? It's just, yeah, because
0: that's why basements are usually the coldest yeah, part of the house.
1: Basements are usually the coolest part of the house. So how come lava is so hot that it's like rock that is melting? It's it because it's sense. being heated up by the earth below.
0: It's
1: been there the whole time, oh. That's and then nuts. you know later after I wrote, I sketched out this basic theory uh, in a couple of days, and then I had this breakthrough that it just really puts everything into place. So I was later a couple of days doing some crystal experiments, you know, just focusing on the light because, uh, as you know, in physics, just light beams and this like rays gamma rays alpha rays these are undeniable facts of physics wow and i was doing experiments with crystals and if you know going back to cds if you think about pink floyd dark side of the moon you have seen this cover where it is a beam of light classic album beam of light shooting through a prism and it turns into a rainbow That's and think amazing. about think about the colors from top to bottom. The top Roy color G. Biv. Is, is red, then it's orange, then it's yellow, then it's green. You see? The top color is the oh, warmest. warmer. Yeah. It's red. And I realized Fire's red. Fire is red. And I was and sitting there blue. And everything, you know, at that moment it was I could hear, you know, the second shoe dropping. So blue on the colors is water you know millions of years ago there was no land it was all water and then land formed yeah i know bit by bit then there was the ice age which is light blue Mm. then there was the golden age of humanity green fields everywhere everyone's farming now we are in the yellow one where things are heating up. Things are starting to get warmer.
0: We're headed for a red phase.
1: We're headed for a red phase. Orange, color of lava. All I'm saying <laughs> is within the next hundred years, expect more volcanoes, expect more lava streams, and expect That's more fires. Well, That's well, that bad news. it makes a lot of news. sense to me,
2: but
0: I don't like that it makes a lot of sense to me. That, that is, is bad news. No- I understand why people don't believe in stuff like this because... That allows them to just keep their head under the sand. Right. Exactly. You
1: know, we really have to wake up to this and start preparing for this. We have to start preparing for all the lava going everywhere. And, you know, we we have to ensure that we can make it through. Because after red, we go back to purple and we will begin new uh, purple surveys where it's you know all after after all the water is evaporated and all it's heating up and it's lava the rain starts falling back down to make all the water so we have this purple rain sort of stage whoa
0: <sighs> so we go i mean from, it's bad news about the lava i don't like hearing that at all well, I I, when i tell carol she's going to be pissed so you say we're headed
2: to a red phase um we agree that you know it's easy to ignore this stuff just say it's not real plug your ears um it makes me think of the Matrix. You know, he offers Morpheus offers Neo the blue pill or the red pill. You take the blue pill and everything stays the same; nothing changes. Water, and the truth, it's a water pill. The truth is held withheld from you. You take the, and the red, red pill. Was filled with wall, lava. No, the red pill. Well, wait, I'm not following. The red pill is opening your eyes to the truth to this flat Earth. And to what Dr. Gibbs is talking about, possibly this red face that's coming. So it's, I don't know. That's very, uh, yeah, very prophetic that movie. movie.
0: A Matrix movie was pretty badass. I remember I watched, like, the the only good one to me, though. Like, the first one's who bought, the second one's pretty cool. What did you like, like about the second one? I remember one? watching those. The, the I thought I saw an angel. I thought I saw two angels when I was watching that movie, right? Because I, I was, you know, I walked in on it and never seen it before. And Carol's watching these two like, guys in, like, white leather suits doing all kinds of karate moves and and going invisible. And I'm like, holy guacamole, was that? These guys instantly reminded me, like, instantly thought they were angels. All right, well... Those those albino twins, man, that's (laughs) cool. They are cool.
2: Um, Well, thank you, Dr. Gins, for um, blowing our minds. Absolutely,
1: thank you for giving me this platform to share my theory. And, you Um, know, if... If if anyone wants to email me about this theory, please contact me, Lublana at Touch Uh email me, I will write back. I'm very eager to discuss and share my diagrams. Absolutely. I have some
0: uh, questions regarding the model that I'm uh, extremely curious about. Please now um you'd mentioned earlier that uh we were mining upwards crystals. Nah, what do they look like, and what do they do? Do they? How do we hold on to upwards crystals if they just float off? Do we attach them to things? Are they a power source that moves stuff up?
1: So, yes, they are a power source that moves stuff up. Uh, they're very interesting because uh, almost like glass, if they're very small, you cannot see them because they're too small. But when you make the bigger ones, they start becoming visible. And I, of course, you know asking me how i would love to describe to you how we look you know i would love to have the answer for this but the truth is that most of the actual upward crystal production on this earth is being controlled by nasa and the government and they're putting them directly into satellites and not showing them you know we don't want they don't want to...
0: us to know about the upwards crystals exactly now are there downwards crystals or is, is downwards just downwards gravity? is
1: just gravity yes okay
0: now, these upwards crystals, I'm assuming they're very hot.
1: Yes, of course. You know, this is the same as this, it, the heat is just a very small amount of, you know, tr- almost trace element of this upward crystal. So a bigger one, you could imagine, would be very hot.
0: It'd be pretty hot. You know, what if the sun's just a giant upwards crystal? That's something but to look into. Somebody should go up there and take a look at that thing. Uh I had another question, um, and this was kind of or or more of a comment. Uh, a way I think that would be easier for our listeners to imagine this, right? Mm-hmm. Is you got the stack of pancakes and each pancake is a different earth. Yes. And these upward crystals, I want you to imagine taking a big old tab of butter and smearing them. And they're hot and they melt. So you smear in the butter on the pancakes. And you smear it in there, and it's going to kind of add a little bit of a buffer, a little bit of lubrication between the worlds that kind of heat each other up. So if you want to imagine the upwards crystals, uh, butter on a pancake. And, of course, water would be the syrup that you pour on them to cool them down and keep them on each other.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I think a butter flo- go, would go downwards, so it would be more of a model of how uh, gravity works.
0: Yeah, that's probably a better answer than why. Hey, you're the scientist, man. All right,
1: right, well, uh, moving
0: along from
2: uh, Reed's um, food comments. I know he loves to talk about food, but, um, you know, we talk about... Come on, man. Dr. Yin's, your new theory. We Mm -hmm. talk about our theories, but not only do we have the flat Earth, but, you know, I want to take this moment to maybe discuss the other... Um, you know, the other wool that's been pulled over our eyes, per se. Um, I know, Reed, you believe in some some things that um, not only even doesn't even have to do with the flat earth, just things that that are being kept from us.
0: Oh, I think there's tons of stuff being kept to us. I think that all these things play in together in a just worldwide government conspiracy. And, you know, I was just a normal guy a couple of years ago. I didn't pay attention to none of this stuff, and I just, you know... I started going to a new church. A lot of things really started, you know, opening my eyes, and I realized that government uses a lot of different methods of control. And one thing, um, I'm a big anti-aspartame guy. You guys heard about aspartame? Right, it's terrible for you. It's mm-hmm. awful. It's mind control. It's going to make. It's another form of fluoride. It makes your kids. It makes your kids gay. And it makes your gay kids uh, retarded. I think that's what aspartame does. Um, I've learned a lot. Um, I got my new church. I go down there uh, to Terre Haute. I live in Terre Haute. I go to the Terre Haute Supermax Federal Prison, where I go to the New Beginnings Church, right? They let Mm -hmm. me into prison for about three hours every Sunday. And Reverend Gary the Blade... Shanice has taught me a lot of new things. So I've been uh, me and me, me and the blade have been talking a lot, and he just has this crazy Bible that he's been giving me. It's got a lot of cool drawings and stuff in it, and it's just you know he's bit he's a big anti shellfish guy. So I've had to remove that because I just ate a lot of crab legs. I ate a lot of stuff like that. It's been tough to give that up, but you know things are things are, are looking pretty good for me on that front. I got a passage from uh, the book of Uncle Rick I'd like to read to y'all real quick. All right. And even if you guys don't believe in this, uh, I think you can see the parallels in a lot of it. Okay. And the, sp- the, the orc spoke to Abraham, and he said, Where did you get those pants? And Abraham said, staring at the denim, Why? I don't know. And then God said, The earth is very big and very flat. I'd like to read another passage real quick from the book of uh, Uncle Rick. And as he ingested the shellfish, he looked at the orc, and he felt sin in his heart. And he said to God, God, I don't think you should let us eat shellfish. And God said, All right.
1: You know, all these stories of orcs and such things, I find... Difficult to believe as existing. I think we're more just. I Listen, right. prove yeah, me you, wrong. All right, they're not literal. Up, shut up,
0: prove me wrong.
1: Right, I just think it. it's you know it's just distracting it past a certain age to believe in these things and to. You have to, you know I feel people like you move guys are on.
0: ganging up on like, me. Come on, Reed. We're not. We're just. We're trying I'm to focus on just Mr. Reed Gimble being myself. All right. We're just trying to focus. i take nothing from no Dr. Yenzelbani or no Curtis Hong. I'm just me. I'm just Reed. We're all right. So let's move just on because I, I don't. I don't want to get. You know, I don't, don't want this to be another. We're just uh, saying Reed we, spanking. We're session. trying to talk about the flat Earth, and you're
2: trying to talk about an orc and bootcut jeans. For God's sake. I mean, Come it's on. the
0: book of Uncle Rick, Gary Reverend Gary the Blade, Shanice, and I have been going over it, pouring over it, create <sighs> new ideas. It takes a long time to get approval to get into federal supermax and to convince the warden to let you go hang out with the prisoners. But okay. I did it, all right, and it's important work we're doing. So well, you guys ain't the only ones. We're we're, we're pioneering new territory too. All but, right, let's, let's move on because this is I'm getting all sweaty. I'm getting heated. Carol's poking her head in here, seeing what I'm getting so red about. I don't want to do this no more. So so let's let's go on. Uh, I, I, we're gonna start talking about. Um, you know, celebrities in the flat earth, the faces, the celebrity faces of flat earth. And people are coming around. It's you can tell this movement's, yeah, this movement's sweeping up. Come to our side. Come on, guys.
1: And you All know, right. a yeah, fantastic, fantastic win for our team because they're highly visible, you know.
0: The rapper B.O.B., B., I don't care for rap music, but he said the earth is flat. And he had a song called Airplanes. And if you're in an airplane and you look out at the horizon, that sucker's flat. Well...
2: I've it's interesting because that song is almost a little bit cryptic, but um, if you have knowledge of these series then you'll understand what he's saying. He says, we pretend that airplanes in the night sky are like shooting stars. And I think maybe he right there is introducing a theory that maybe the stars are airplanes that are being put up
1: there. Yeah, I it mean, would make sense. The meteor is, you know, if you look at an airplane lifting off, it has lights, it moves fast.
0: You could have an airplane up there, and you could make it all out of mirror, mirror material, and mm. uh, so the sun would hit it, and it'd look like a star. See, that could that could explain the stars. Sometimes, too.
2: every now and then, you'll just come up with something that I will completely eat up, and I don't I don't understand how why well you can't always be like this.
0: I don't want to get into this, Curtis. All right. All right. Well, moving um, along. With the we got also um, Shaquille O'Neal. A big flat Shaquille earther.
1: Who, you, know you know what? Who, who's better to say when the earth is flat? Everyone says it's curved. If you he, Shaquille O'Neal is a tall guy. He can, he can see, see. He can see far away. He can, he can see tell you. No, look, flat. this
2: guy plays basketball. He holds a sphere in his hand. Who's going to know the sphere better than anyone? Uh,
1: it,
0: he's tall. He can look at the horizon, which, I mean, even the horizon proves that the earth is flat, right? Because... In painting, the horizon, right, is a point of infinite distance away, and that's impossible because the human brain cannot comprehend infinity. We can't Mm. see it. You can't think about infinity because you can keep counting and you'll just never get there. Well, it's kind of like an eight turned on its side, so I can think of it. Yeah, but like the concept of it, that's just a symbol. Now, I can take that infinity symbol, and I'm closing my eyes right now, and I'm imagining it, and I'm rotating it, right? I'm rotating that 3D infinity symbol, and it kind of looks like a Windows 95 screensaver. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. And I got it, all right? And so I just got one infinity symbol, right? And I'm closing my eyes. I'm still thinking, all right, that's. right, I'll think about two infinity symbols rotating, and I'm splitting it, and it's four, and it's eight, and it's sixteen, and I can't. I can't do thirty-two. I try to do thirty-two. I, I can't do it. Human beings aren't meant to comprehend numbers above twenty.
1: That's yeah. That's a rough estimate, I would say. But
0: I mean, I think real brainiacs could probably comprehend thirty-two rotating infinity signs, but I just think most people cannot.
1: You know, at fathom. this point, we have computers for that sort of
0: stuff. We can have computers generate us all those images, right? Computers can handle it because they're not human,
1: right? Exactly. Uh,
0: the, another flat Earth uh, celeb, uh, Kyrie Irving of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now that little sucker, he's a champion. Is LeBron. He's LeBron James' best friend, and they play basketball together, and he's probably getting in LeBron's ear telling them, like, hey, you know, when we fly to a different city for a different game, I want you to look at that horizon. That sucker's flat, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And, and you do think he, about he, it. Two basketballers, then, <laughs> two tall guys. Again, they're sitting
0: there, right? They're <laughs> they're in their airplane. They're in their first-class airplane sitting next to each other, and they're both holding basketballs because they're basketball players in the airplane, and he says, yeah. that sucker's flat, looking out the window, and then as a teaching moment, Kyrie Irving pops LeBron James basketball that he has sitting there in his lap, and it deflates, and when it's completely flat, and they're both just looking at it, deflate, uh, Kyrie Irving says, uh, hey, that's more like it.
2: You know, there's all kinds of celebrities um, becoming more and more involved in this stuff, and you know, they've been, for decades, celebrities, uh, Hollywood, the music industry, athletes, have been involved or have hidden even um, these kinds of things from the, the public. So it's great that these people are coming out and they're speaking out with it. You know, people like Madonna, she's a reptilian.
0: I, yeah, that little, that uh, that woman, that leathery woman is a lizard for sure. You see, uh, in a lot of her <laughs> music videos, you know, she she blinks sideways. Taylor Swift, Taylor, Taylor, Swift like George w. Bush is, did.
2: Taylor Swift is MK Ultra, um, and coming back to basketball again, um, there seems to be a connection. I'm, I'm seeing um, Brian Reeves, Big Country of the Memphis Grizzlies. He has Sasquatch <laughs> blood. That's he just. If you don't believe me, you can just look <laughs> at him. He has DNA of a Bigfoot, and I mean, these Bigfoot, things exist.
0: Listen. Because it was an arms race, right? Because America was scared of Yao Ming, right? Because he was nine feet tall, right? That's not normal. That's freakish. So when they bring that nine feet tall guy into the basketball league, and he's dunking from the free throw line and not jumping up, and he's playing like Gumby, right? And they're thinking, all right, Yao Ming's here. We got to... We gotta get step our game up because he got Yeti blood. They gave him Yeti blood.
2: Well, you know, you know where many of the the Nordic, the tall people, got their genes, right? I've uh, I, I spoken to you about the the Plei- Pleiadians.
0: Uh, yeah, p- uh, for for our listeners, please remind us what the Plei- Pleiadians are. Well, they come from a um, from the stellar
2: system surrounding the Pleiades stars. Uh, they are they are alien. Nordic aliens, as we call them. Um, some refer to them as elves in the old stories. Uh, they are tall. They have an albino appearance. But um, when, they're passed, when their genes are passed down to humans, um, you know, it changes. That explains
0: Yao Ming. People like that may possibly have their genes. But um, in th- order to combat that, we gave Bryant Reeves, big country, Bryant right. Reeves of Norman, Oklahoma, population 400. And now we went down there and we shot him full of. Of Sasquatch blood, right? yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. The, the it makes Pleiadians, sense to me. The Pleiadians—they
2: brought dolphins to Earth. Um, and we know this because JFK, John F. Kennedy's spirit, was contacted, um, contacted a human through automatic writing to tell us so. Um, people say that um, you know I don't. I'm not religious, but I will agree that Jesus existed. Um, you no, know, Jesus was a Pleiadian. So was his father, um, and his mother was a. a Lyran, yeah. which is a different kind of alien, but I won't get into that. Um, Holy moly. And,
0: you know, I don't, I don't you know, believe in nothing they, you said they,
2: there. I, they love sex. Um, the Pleiadians do, not Jesus and his family. Um, though they right. must, too, he, if they're
1: I Pleiadians. I don't think Jesus,
0: Jesus never has sex.
1: You know, I'm, I'm listening to this alien theory, and at first I was skeptic, you know, when you started with the reptilian, it sounded like more orc stuff. But thinking about it, well, what, if, what if these aliens are just humans from above the, the flat Earth above us that have took the time to drill down and, you know, come down into the previous Earth?
2: Well, the Pleiadians are helping us fight um, evil space reptiles, uh, reptoids, um, as part of the battle against the Illuminati. Um, they're and, old, you know, old, old creationists. They think the Earth is six hundred twenty-six billion years old. Pretty and, old. Um, the Pleiadians are at, are apparently truthers. Um,
0: uh, that's right. Uh, uh, and I know you guys don't like to hear this, all right? But when we talk about the Bible predicting stuff, I have a passage here for you from the book of Uncle Rick. And the elf came down to man, and he gave him shellfish, and the man looked at the elf. Lustfully. And then there was a loud thunderclap heard. And it was God fighting an orc. I don't don't understand understand
2: the meaning of the passage. The
0: elf is a Pleiadine. It predicted that shit. And Pleiadines brought us dolphins, but they also brought us shellfish. And if we connect that to the Pleiadines, that elf brought shellfish, right? The Pleiadine. Okay. If he brought shellfish... That passage also proves the existence of orcs. Okay, um, so if you don't think of it in I the literal maybe sense, maybe orc
1: is just you know b- this Bible was written in a different language, so maybe orc and Pleiadine might be just in they might be fa-
0: fallen Pleiadines.
1: Um I think it's just a different word for the same thing, and I think actual orcs, like how they're shown on, on the TV shows and stuff, I don't. I think that's fantasy. Now, I'm
0: pretty sure orcs um, exist. I'm pretty sure. They could, the have, also, they could have also been... Reverend could have... Gary the Blade Shanice has told me many times, look out for orcs when I'm leaving. And I know what he means. And I know that the orcs is going to be wearing bootcut jeans. Well, if they're literal or they're, it's a metaphor, um, one
2: can't truly say for sure. But um, I think we can agree that um, these are things that we have to keep looking into.
0: Um. Uh, another celebrity that uh, we forgot to mention. Uh, well, two more celebrities. But the first one's Tequila. Y'all ever seen her? Ooh, yes. She's she get she's at uh she's at she likes lesing out on TV. I think she got she was lesing out on TV for a while, right? She and had her own uh, show. then she got she got done lesing out, and now she posts on the internet all day. And she does she she's a big truther. Nine Eleven was an inside job. Um, aspartame—you know—makes your kid eat shellfish, and, and just all some, kinds of weird shit. Just you know, she loves that stuff. She eats it up, and she's just a little, little hot to trot, uh, total, uh, lesbo. And I'm into that. She's also completely aware of the, um, you know, the power of the the
2: Bilderberg Group, the uh, the Rothschild, um, you know, the Jews, how they, you know, made the Holocaust, and how right. they. Um, all
0: about that. She knows all about that, so. I'm uh, glad she's, and then that, that she's goes upset. all the way up to NASA.
2: Oh, yes. Let's get into NASA.
0: And, you know, I don't want to be racist, but if I'm thinking about that spotlight you mentioned more and more, I bet I know what kind of people them 150 are. Right. I bet I know. And I'm not going to say it. You can say but, it. But uh, they're um, Jews. They're Jewish people. Okay. They control the spotlights and the really cool Eden base at the North Pole. That's just cool, cool name. That's just you know. I hate them. I hate that, but that is a cool, cool name, man. I mean,
2: you got to have something that's memorable that sticks in people's minds. But
1: you know, uh, I mean, you're not gonna not a lot of people will know about it, but you know, the ones that do it has to. Yeah, to really stick to them.
0: Oh, I gotta ask you this, uh, Doctor Yens. Is y- mm-hmm. you need a cool name for your theory, right? What What was? It? Is I suggest uh, calling it Pancake Theory.
1: Pancake Theory. Yeah, I think I was thinking either either Pancake Theory or CD Stack Theory. Uh, See, you know- I
0: mean, they're <laughs> they're both really. <laughs> they're they're now when you have your CDs stacked on the CD tray, are they in the case or are they just? out uh, now you
1: know when, when i want you to turn I've your listened.
0: head to the right and look at your cd case and tell me
1: there, there's tell me some outies there there's some outies i will you know what i about, just keep listening to the stress <laughs> out chili pepper album i just keep popping it back in so you know at some point i just figure putting which, it back in the in the in the box is just you now know, which, extra time. which
2: cd do you think our earth is <laughs>
1: Well, I think our our Earth is, you know, this is. I haven't done the math on it, but I'm thinking out of the seven CDs, it's probably CD three. Okay. It can't be number one, as I, you know, I am, you know, I love this Earth, and I think in some ways we are number one, but obviously these aliens have to come from above us somewhere, so we can't be one. Right.
0: So but that, just, that and, means we yeah. could have a whole nother world behind us.
1: We do. I think we do. And that's now, a world that is making. It now, warmer. if I'm looking at my CD case, and
0: I don't know why this came up to me, I got the first three. I don't think the first three on top is Earth. I'm thinking we might right, be smack in the middle at CD number four or CD number three. And both my CD three and CD four is uh, uh, Chris Gaines'. The Life of Chris Gaines CD. So I think we're the Chris Gaines CD. Uh, I, I happen to
2: disagree. Um, I I think no matter where we are in the stack, um, our Earth is probably appetite. At, <clears throat> excuse me, Appetite for Destruction by Guns and Roses.
0: So
1: classic album. Classic album. Classic album by a bunch of rock and rollers from Los Angeles. I love it. Yeah,
0: you know, wouldn't it be awful if we drilled to the bottom of this Earth and we just don't. We're the bottom pancake. And what's below I don't the think we yet. are,
1: because then we would not be heating up. Right. Oh, you're right. Doesn't make sense. We're getting
0: those upwards crystals. Maybe the society below us is using far too many upwards crystals.
1: I think this is... So here's the thing. We need to stop NASA from making these satellites, not only for us, but also from, for the world above us. Because for the Pleiadians. Yeah, I think they are sending ambassadors down to Earth to ask us to stop NASA. I think
0: they are too. That makes a lot of sense. And that's I don't why see NASA is in that.
1: shooting all the UFOs down is because they don't want to talk to them.
2: I fully agree. I'm glad that we're finding some middle ground here.
0: Um, yeah, the, things have been, things have been really been making sense. Now you said uh, you said there's one more celebrity. Oh yeah, I'd like to get to um, w- at what we all know who the face. Of flat Earth is in Hollywood, right? I do. So let's all say it on the count of three. Okay, one, two, three. Go like that. All right. So one, two, three. Sam Sam Elliott. Elliott. All That's right, I'm glad we're all on the same page. There. Absolutely, famous, uh, famous cowboy Sam Elliott. He's uh, been in it. a bunch of movies. If you need a cowboy, you call Sam Elliott, right? And he's got that. I think big- you know,
1: you know, Hollywood directors. They have his book, like cowboy role, and it's you know, Christopher Walken is like number five. All these guys, number four, three. Sam Elliott is there on top. In a different color marker.
0: It ain't even close. And like all them guys, all them Jews are up there making a script and they're writing and, you know, they're writing a role of the cowboy and they're looking at a list of cowboy actors and they look right at the top and they circle it and they all look at each other all nodding. And all them Jews pay Sam Elliott, them beautiful bucks to go drink some sarsaparilla and maybe give someone a slight nod that means a lot to them. And there you go. That's your Sam Elliott, perfect, know,
2: classic. Who's gonna know? Who's gonna know the um, the curvature of the Earth better than uh, a rancher who's out in the range? You know, they're on the yeah, plains. Look, they see the horizon. He most of his time
0: looking morning, at the horizon, waiting night. for that sun to rise.
2: Maybe, exactly. maybe chewing a chewing a a reed or something, and um, you noticing know, a storms blowing in.
0: Right, he's looking at the moon during the daytime, right, and he's noticing that there's a cloud behind it. How does that make sense? How's the like sky blue? How's the sky blue like, behind it? Looks like this earth is flat, he says to nobody, chewing on a piece of straw. Right. He
1: says it to nobody, but he says it in a way that it feels like he says it to you directly. And that's what Sam is really, you know, that's what his acting prowess is all about.
0: We really, you know, owe a lot as a flat earth com- community to... Sam Elliott, and Sam Elliott's great. He'll answer your emails. He'll talk about flat Earth all day, and you know, he's just he's just really a, tr- a treasure. And uh, and oh my God, you guys ain't gonna believe this, huh? Curtis, you are not going to believe this. Let's you know who down. I got on the phone right now? I'm patching no. him through. Everyone at uh, no. Argons of Truth, unmasking the facade. Say hello to Sam Elliott. Sam, say hi.
1: Uh, uh, Howdy, 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 uh, Reed, it's uh, a pleasure to be on your podcast, (laughs) I'm, uh, uh, as I heard you introduce me, I'm a famous American cowboy, Sam Elliott, it's a pleasure to be on your podcast, Uh, (laughs) Paragon of Truth, I'm asking you a facade, you boys, you boys down there doing a great job for our community, you know that?
2: Uh, Sam, this is Curtis here. I just want to thank you so much for howdy, everything Curtis. you
0: do. <laughs> oh, that, fa- that famous uh, uh, Sam Elliott, howdy. I love to hear it. It's just like I'm watching a movie right now. Oh, Shuck. Sam, I bet you're kicking back right now drinking a nice, big, tall glass of sarsaparilla.
1: Oh, you know I'm I'm using my mobile phone here to uh, go on this call. I'm just leaning back on a classic farm fence, chewing on the straw, drinking on a sarsaparilla, and looking at the Grand Canyon clouds go by. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, Thank you so uh, much, Sam. Sam,
0: I remember the first time me and you met when you were shooting a movie here in Terre Haute and I emailed you to talk about Flat Earth and Reverend Gary the Blades' niece and you came in and you was drinking a, a, a sarsaparilla and I said hey uh, what you drinking there a root beer and you got so mad that you pulled out your six-shooter and you started shooting at my feet to make me dance and you said this here's a sarsaparilla son and I'll <laughs> never forget and that alright
1: alright you, right. you don't you don't go wrong by a of sarsaparilla drink. <laughs> All right. Well.
0: All right, Sam. Thanks for checking in, man. I know you're busy out there.
1: Anytime, anytime. It's busy here. I'm filming uh, Marmaduke 2, you know. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it would be a great pleasure if you and all the Flair Boys down in Terre Haute went down to the premiere of uh, Marmaduke 2 coming late this year. All right. Well, see you then, Sam. Thank you. (laughs) Bye bye.
0: Oh, I God, the, he's a treasure oh, that he Sam a Elliott... F- oh, oh, man.
1: I was just sitting there in the silence. It's, you know... I know your jaw was dropped. Oh, my God. It's like he's got such a presence. Just like you <laughs> don't even need to like see him. You just hear his voice and it's pretty <sighs> hey, You can just feel like
2: the ambiance of the room change when you hear his voice. It's just incredible. Oh, yeah. Such you know, timber.
1: I,
0: I felt like uh, even though he wasn't walking, it's like as soon as we announced him... It's like in a cowboy movie, right? Where uh, those big double doors swing open, and he pushes in, and all you hear is the clink, 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 yeah. clink of his spurs. Oh. And then he probably gets to the bar, and the guy's wiping down, and he doesn't even say nothing; just nods, and the guy pours a shot for him, and the looks.
1: César at- and just just <laughs> pushes it, just pushes it across that. And maintains Very eye contact counter. the whole
0: time while Sam Elliott's drinking a shot of sarsaparilla. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, that was phenomenal. Um what oh, do we got next, Fantastic. All right. Let's uh you know, the only thing we got left is uh we're about ready to uh wrap this one up. Let's take a look at uh I know that you had a statement, Curtis, about um a rival podcast of our of ours. Uh, all right. Well I say that uh let's go ahead and wrap this up. I'd like to thank our good friend, friend of the show, Dr. Lin's Libjana. Do- right, hold on. We're, we're gonna cut that part out. I'm just Dr. Lin's Libjana. Dr. Yins. His name's Dr. Yins. Doct- okay, we're just gonna edit it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna get, get Leroy Jesus edit it. Christ. And we'll just go Dr. Yens Lubyano.
1: All right. Well, thank That'll you. Close enough. Thank do. you, Reed, and thank you, Curtis. Thank you both for thank you having so much for me on this. Uh, it, it's a great honor to have this as a I'm, platform to discuss and spread flat earth with you too. i
0: I'm I'm really looking forward to Pancake Theory, just invading and rewriting the history books of our colleges. You know, I mean, CD, you just need CD to keep going. Theory.
2: I think you just like to think about pancakes,
0: but. I'm thinking, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to cook some pancakes immediately after this show. I'm going to listen to my favorite music CDs uh, Guns N' Roses. Appetite, right? for, Appetite Destruction. for
1: Destruction. Classic.
0: I, I, I'm going to put on some Chris Gaines. Uh, that he, uh, that's Garth Brooks as a goth. And uh, where I'm going to make some pancakes. And there's nothing wrong with that. All right. Well, um, all right. I guess so that's this it. is Reed Gimble. This is Curtis, Curtis Hong, Dr. Linz, Yens Libjana, and we're signing off for Paragons of Truth, Unmasking the Facade. I'd like to thank everybody. It's been a great episode. I hope you learned a lot because I sure did. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Y'all have a good night. Goodbye.